This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. It's time for Haunter's Podcast, a show dedicated to Halloween horror nights, haunted attractions, and all things spooky. Here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful, Zach Hilton, and Brooke Hilton. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunter's Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful. With me, as always, Zach Hilton. Somebody just woke up from a nap, and you can tell by the lack of energy in his voice. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> and with us, as always, the myth, the legend, Brooke. That's me. Wow, you're just banging it on these <laughs> intros. <laughs> He was trying. I felt the effort there. Oh, yeah. the myth, the legend, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, Brooke. yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooke, <laughs> Brooke's here as well. Yeah, yeah. Although, I'm not going to lie, I do feel like people are just used to wonderful sleeping at this point. Yeah, yeah that's very true. Good call. Good call. You yeah. can watch it live on our Patreon. Yeah. Hunter's podcast backslash. <laughs> Fuck you. You know what? No, I don't need this. I don't need this in my life. I don't need this. Came here for a good time. Came here for a good time. We, we said last time, you know, during our watch along that wonderful had like some emergency things, to, but it was, he was really asleep. We just couldn't wake him up. <laughs> I couldn't get in contact with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you try to do something good. You try to take a little nap and you know, whatever. It just goes, it just goes longer than what you're used to. I completely understand. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so fuck but you. If you want to see, if you want to follow, <laughs> if you want to follow Wonderful when he's not sleeping, go to at Hunter's Pod on Twitter, uh, Facebook Hunter's Podcast, Instagram Hunter's Pod. Boom, there it is. There it is. Intro. There it is. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Socials done. Socials. Yeah. Bam. Take that, Jay Steele, you piece of s. Yeah. Oh my God, that's did you know that? <laughs> That was some deep cuts right there. Yeah, um, more so than what we normally do. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, but yeah, so I'm actually going to take the reins on this because I just feel like I have some things I want to go get off my chest. Not rant style. Not like rant like last couple of weeks ago. Um, but I just have some uh, topics I want to bring on hand. Well, this past weekend, uh, Freaky came out. Freaky is a Universal Pictures uh, film uh, done by Blumhouse. I'm not going to review it. Uh, I'm not going to give spoilers or anything like that. If you want to see it, I'll just say this. Go see it. It's a great time. How about you, Brooke? I concur. I liked it. There, I it was fun. There you go. So, full review right. slash report into the month. But right. something about this film uh happened it occurred i want to say it happened the day before it was released so much so i had a conversation with wonderful and he said something mid conversation that it grinded my gears not at you wonderful oh. it grind it's not you but what you said grinded my gears because here's the thing we are living in such a pandemic world right now. Um, depending on how you want to live your life, that's up to you. Absolutely. Uh, just do it safely, obviously. obviously. But it was announced via Jason Blum the day before the movie came out that the movie would hit VOD premiere 
17 days after it released. Because if you remember, Universal Studios came out with a deal with AMC that they can release a movie that hits theater within three weeks of it being in theater. Yeah. On premium. It was never said about that with Freaky. And the day before it came out, uh, Bloody Disgusting pushed out a article about it. Jason Blum said something about it. And then after the release, the director said something about it. And I'm not hating on those people that want to sit at home and watch it in their comfort. You know what I mean? Right. But Wonderful was planning on going to see it in theater. And when I was texting with him back and forth, he was like, yeah, I'm going to try to see it coming up. Or I might just wait for VOD when it does. I got so infuriated by that sentence because I am a fan of cinema and there are plenty of people out here being like, oh, we got to save cinema. We got to save some. How the fuck are we going to save cinema when we are announcing before the weekend it comes out that it's going to be on VOD? Right. No, I totally get that's, that. That's where, like, my frustrations coming in the hand here is that I was excited about this movie. I knew I was going to see it in theater, and I didn't even pick up the scent that it was going to be on VOD until the day before. Now, I know the main writer of Bloody Disgusting. I forget his name right now. I want to say it's something in space. He is very against anybody going to cinema. Like, he is not, like, he wants to watch all his stuff on VOD. And so, when he came out with that article, I thought it was a blatant shot at to make sure people didn't go to cinema. Once again, I'm not bashing anybody that doesn't want to go to see it. I'm excited that it's coming out to VOD. But wonderful. Do you feel this hurt the box office of Freaky? I mean, it was still number one at the box office with its like 3.5 million, which seems to be every weekend kind of what takes number one. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it hurt because at the end of the day, whenever this drops, I have now seen it in theaters. Okay. Well, um, that's yeah, because no matter what, I'm with you. I want to save the cinema experience. It is right. a little different for me here, though, now, because uh, I don't know if we talked about it on this show, how now my closest movie theater with Regal being booted from its location is a 45-minute drive for me. So it's to save cinemas and to see movies now. I got to drive. Uh, so for that, it just came down to had a hell of a Friday the 13th that yeah. I could not see it when I wanted to. Right. Had plans on the 14th, a lot of things going on that like just a really busy weekend. And I just wasn't certain that it's one of those things that the girlfriend wants to see as well. So I wasn't certain if there was going to be a time. But then she threw out the I can do a midweek. I can do a midweek if we do like a 430. So we have seen it by now. <laughs> right. Yeah, but well, I, 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 but I know what you're saying, though, because there are people out there like that writer over there who their whole goal is to try and shame anybody who goes to a movie theater or does anything that they deem to be inappropriate in the world we live in. And I've kind of maintained from the beginning of it to just be smart. I don't think there's anything wrong with going to say Look, new COVID restrictions in Virginia do not affect the movie theater that I had to go to because they right. were already abiding by those rules. So no more than 25 people. There already weren't more than 25 people that could be in the theater. Like 
Right. Right. So I don't know what people like, why people like that got to be such assholes. Yeah. I, do you see where I'm coming from with this book? Yeah, no, I really do. I, I think that, you know, going to the theater again, whatever makes you feel safe by all means do that. Um, and I, I feel like the frustration with saving the theater is great. Um, but putting out there the day before something drops, like, oh, essentially, if you wait uh, two weeks, you can watch it at home. And right. your family of, you know, or your group of five or six, you're going to spend a lot less money type thing. And mm-hmm. I feel like if you're going to drop it that way, that's fine. But you should wait until like the day before you're going to drop it to announce it or like two days before. So that way you could give the theaters some time, right? I I think that's where my hangup is, is that I feel like, yes, it did score number one with $3.5 million. The budget for this movie is only $6 million. So it, in retrospect, $12 million at the box office would have made this a hit, no matter what what you did and i think personally announcing that it was coming out on vod the day before squandered at least it getting five because nothing has made five it's all been like how wonderful set 3.5 or whatever but i really honestly believe that people saw that news and said you know what I can wait right? because it, no, no matter how you feel, but these same people that said that they can wait, go to breweries, go to bars, go to right. restaurants, go right. do all these things. Yeah. There is some kind of, I don't know what it is. There's some kind of thing about the movie theater that seems dirty at the moment, which I don't quite understand because when we saw freaky on Friday, um, there were, two four five other people in the theater besides us and when i was like holy shit there's a lot of people here. there's a lot more people here than i thought there would be at a 2 45 p.m showing right. but and that made me like oh man that must mean night's going to get bigger and stuff like that i i'll put it this way there were more people for that screening than my first sc- uh screening of jason x and that made a hell of a lot more money <laughs> um but uh, I just feel maybe we could have waited a week. Yeah. Maybe yeah. a week could have gone by being and like, then, oh, the number one movie in America, now you can see on premium VOD. Yeah. And I you agree could be with like, you. And I think, I think the people that are one-sided about trying to keep, and this is my stab at bloody disgusting, come at me. Mm-hmm. I think that writer, John in space or whatever, was specifically releasing that article to make sure people didn't go to theater. And no offense, pal, now you're fucking with me. Yeah. And, like, that hurts. Because I was really looking forward to this movie being the one to kind of change the system. And it blatantly went the opposite way. No, that like, 100% did. I yeah. mean, I, I'm with you in the sense of... Because they've done this with a lot of movies recently as well. I, I like... If, if something's coming out in theaters, I feel like they just instantaneously are like, actually video on demand, like Bill and Ted. They did it right. with that, where they were like, right away, they were like, it'll be out in theaters, but also video on demand that day, so you don't have to go to the theaters. And shit was a lot saner back then than it's gotten recently. 
Right. But yeah, no, I think if anything, because for the most part, like, I feel like it's bad conditioning as well, that we're conditioning people like, oh, save the cinema, save the cinemas. But we're also conditioning everybody to. Yeah. Even when things do get back to normal. I mean, hey, there's a second vaccine that apparently works better than the other one in prevention. Mm. You know, more positive strides forward. But people are still taking the, yeah, don't go see a movie, though, in theaters until 2022. Just remember, they're all going to be coming out on video and demand at some point. Right. And I guess from where I'm sitting, like, and again, I'm all about people being comfortable. And that's what I like. I'm not saying don't put it out on VOD in three weeks. Right. I'm just saying give a fighting chance for the ones that do want to see it, because I'm sorry. I I mean, yes, is it not a blockbuster tempo? You're absolutely correct. I think Happy Death Day probably made about twenty million dollars when it came out. So let's let's at least put it at that bar because that's where it should be. I never thought this movie coming in the theater would make more than fifteen, but. I'm very interested in the VOD numbers to seeing how well it does, because it doesn't need to make that much. It honestly doesn't. $6 million budget, it can make $6 million on VOD. I just wish the thing that we're trying to save had a better chance. Right. Agreed. And that's what I was going to say of like, there, it's going to make its money. Like it, it'll, it will be fine because the budget was as low as it was. Right. What, who's not going to make the money are the theaters because they are the ones that bank off of popcorn and sodas and candy Candy. and those kind of things um, in order to survive. And especially now that, I mean, like, like you said, like when we walked in, we were like, wow, there's, there's quite a few people in here. Not in the sense of like feeling overcrowded. Like you said, there was, five other people so seven total including us right i was just going off a time of day i was shocked um and of course with everything going on but everybody was so spread out and it was beautiful yeah no it was beautiful and watching it on the big screen was amazing yeah it was nice to be back in theater um and now that i know wonderful has seen it yeah here's my my next question for you guys, again, no, not a review, saving that for Slasher. But after seeing it, could you see it as a HHN house? Yes. Um, yes. Okay. Okay. Like, did was it just the killer and stuff like that? Or do you actually physically see scenes from the movie being in the house? Certain set pieces definitely could work. I'm um, just going to say this. Yeah. The mini golf is what I would want to see. Okay. I could see like, that. I think like that just the uh, aesthetic of it. Yeah. The colors, the, it's a spooky thing. I think that's a fun room to walk through. I, oh yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely feel like, um, there are many scenes when he. Spoilers for mini golf. <laughs> right. Um, when he just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, that would be awesome. I don't, because the movie definitely has, is humorous in a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like as long as, you know, you, you're not doing a play-by-play of the movie. Right. Then you're good. Um, it reminds me of, like, when they did um, Happy, Death Day. Happy Death Day. And that was a good balance. Because you weren't mm-hmm. walking through the movie. You were just seeing that room over that and over room and over. And that uh, killer over and over and over again. Right. Um, and that's 
that's a, the route I would essentially go. Right. And maybe just some of the the um, locations would right. be awesome to have. Um, but I just don't want to see a play out of the movie. Okay. Okay. How about you, Wendy? Do you feel like it's better for a split house or a house on its own? Yeah, I say the split house. Uh, and actually, I was trying to think, like, when, when Brooke was saying that, what else Blumhouse has come out over the last year or will be coming out that kind of fits in that. Because I liked that, because I think it fits the Happy Death Day right. feel of things. And I liked how they did that as a split house. Because a full house of that is just too much. It's it's kind of, it's not really a traditional horror movie, the way right. that a lot of those other houses play out. So you can only do the gimmick so many times before it's kind of like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah, five more minutes of this? Cool. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just trying to figure out what that other Blumhouse film would be, though. Because it wouldn't yeah. be Halloween. That's well, sure. what I was going to say yeah. is, I haven't seen it in a while. I should watch it. You've watched it recently. Is there anything like scary and happy death day to you no because that was the thing uh i just remember like because yeah you're right i watched that one for halloween because hannah really liked uh the first one right. but she even so she even pointed out she was like the second one isn't really scary that was just that leaned into it's comedy that. and i, I right. was like yeah that's because what the hell do you do the second time around you can't just redo the same thing it's not right. scary anymore like Right. Not that the first one even was scary, but it had good jump scares where the second one was just more of the, oh, he's dating the head of the, pre- the, the head of the sorority, spoilers, right. you know, things like that. <laughs> no, I get that. And, and maybe they should go a route of like how they did the first time around. I want to say oh. it was sinister with yep. happy death day no 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 no. It, it, it you do the same thing it was the first purge and they yep. have that purge movie that was supposed to come out this year the the last purge or whatever that's uh, been pushed to next year right oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i guess i guess i mean they go. love doing those purges yeah um, and i only yeah. want half of a house of a purge i don't want a scare zone or a full purge house <laughs> right okay well i i can get i can get behind that uh uh purge and a freaky Mm. Uh, combined house yeah, they kind of they kind of go together as well with the serial killer aspect of things well that's what i was kind kind of leaning towards was i wanted a similar kind of feel so if like you started with happy death day to you you could do a couple of scenes like the hospital scene or something like that um and then lean into it wait the hospital scene wait a second maybe i'm talking about part one my bad. No, no, no. It's in part two as well. Is it? Uh, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the climax in part two because the reveal is what everybody thought was in the first one. So that's why the second one doesn't feel so inspired in the killer. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, so, that was my only downfall for the second one was I was like, it's what you assume the first one was. They just leaned into it in the second one. Dicks. Gotcha. <laughs> Except for that one slight twist that I won't reveal. Right. So, I mean, like, you could do either, in my opinion. You could just do something fun. I mean, it could be the shorter ver- uh, the shorter part of the house, and then you can lean into Freaky a little more. Right. But I'm into that. Uh, how about we take a break, and then I'm going to continue ranting about things. <laughs> All, right. All right. I like that. That is next, because you guys asked for it. Thanks for retweeting it at Haunter's Pod, Haunter's Podcast. Hey, this is Josh. And I'm Rob. 
and we are from the Diz Noids Podcast. Join us each week as we try to keep our random ramblings in check. That's right. Dive into our cauldron with the sweetness of recipes from theme parks to movies to music to comics to any and everything we can talk about. Our jibber-jabber knows no boundaries, but our expertise in these fields will be sure to make your ear holes smile. That's right. Follow us each week with our episodic adventures with a side of sarcasm to lead us through the magical forest of pop culture. You can find us where all podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and even on Facebook. Just search The Disnoids. That's right, my wonderful, wonderful friends. As always, stay metal. Welcome back, Haunters Podcast. Still very tired that I don't know if Mickey Mouse will ever show up this week. Oh, man. I know. Or maybe he's just in the bedroom since I've been recording this at home and he's letting those dwarves do some crazy shit back there. Oh, a mine train, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Digging for that gold, baby. Digging for the gold, baby. Digging for gold. Ooh, one of them just got renamed the Sleazy. <laughs> it's very drippy in there as well, right now. Uh, look forward to more of this on Harrison Ford Pod coming to our Patreon. The first episode will be free. It's just exclusive on our Patreon page, but uh, hopefully it entices you to become a Keymaster member. Speaking of the Keymaster membering, uh, this uh, yeah, next week's episode, the members of the Keymaster. We'll be on the show, and we will be talking HHN. So right now, yeah. Do you remember the member? (laughs) Yeah, you do. Uh, (laughs) I remember Eddie Murphy was in that music video. Oh, this is true. Eddie Murphy was the king in that one. That's right. Uh, But yeah, next week, the Patreon members of the Keymaster group will be on. Right now we have, I want to say, four to five confirmed. So that's exciting. Get ready uh, to talk some HHN next week. Some memory lane, if you will. Oh, I thought we were talking Survivor Series. No, no, no. We're going to be thankful. <laughs> we're not thankful for The Undertaker's 30? No, 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 no. We're fine. He's gone. Uh, but let me tell you some stuff I'm not thankful for. Okay? Ooh. Not ranting again. I'm not really ranting. I just want to get some things off my chest and uh, see how my co-hosts feel about this same kind of stuff. So obviously we're Haunters Podcast. We are very uh, into the Halloween spirit, if you will. Speak for yourself. Nah, but <laughs> yeah, tell that to your leggings. Uh, <laughs> so, so you know, it's been a weird year, and you know, what? going into the haunt season, I wasn't sure what was going to happen through the big ones, you know, Universal Studios, Bush Gardens near us. Um, And, you know, they gave us a treat. They went out of their way and they gave us Halloween-ish events. I mean, yeah, HHN Light, uh, Bush Gardens gave us Halloween Harvest and such. So, you know, after both things we went through, I was pretty, like, good, you know what I mean? Yeah. So both places gave us Halloweenish events, and I enjoyed for the most part. I thought they did their best at giving Halloween events. Yeah. I mean, Universal yeah. gave us houses, they gave us the scarecrow stalk, they even did a little trick or treating for the kids. Right. Some cool kind of stuff. 
could wear your you could wear your costume, costume if you want. I mean, really cool, innovative stuff for a time that we were, you know, we didn't see anything coming. Right. Both places now have holiday events. Yeah. And both places are doing things that are driving me up the wall. Mm-hmm. And what I'm talking about is, we'll start with Universal. Universal decked out the place. Yeah. And they're yeah. actually my most complaint. That's why if you go to our Insta, uh, Hunter's Pod, I posted a picture of the archway. Yeah. The archway to me is a very, very important prosthetic of going into your season's event. They do it with everything. With Christmas, with Mardi Gras, with Halloween, like they very iconic yeah that archway is portrayed during the halloween event we had nothing which i can again i understand because of tough times but the archway right now has a holiday sign like i'm not even talking about the garland around the arch if you wanted to garland it up for christmas sure why not i get that you know the holidays are pretty big for people but they have that iconic circle sign out there that says holidays with universal so much so they're not even calling this their normal christmas event because grinchmas is normally their stuff but they went out of their way to make a holiday sign that really boggled my mind. And then when you go through the park, everything is Christmas up. Mm-hmm. And so much so, they've now made the uh, one of the sound stages a walkthrough of the Macy's parade. Yeah. Like it's parade balloons and stuff. Right. I thought that was so inventive because that's really taking what HHN does with houses. Mm-hmm. And you're just basically doing the same thing. You're doing a walkthrough of your parade. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. What my issue is, and this is where I want you all to come in, please let mm-hmm. me, if you truly feel one way or the other, that's awesome. Yeah. I feel Halloween got ripped off through that kind of aesthetic because Christmas is just doing what Halloween does, but they're upping the ante. And I find that unfair. And what I'm saying is, is like, there's got to be Christmas music around. There's got to be all this, you know, look and stuff like that. Why didn't I have that look for Halloween? Why are there not orange and green lights going? And then even spooky music through that. That's all Universal had to do to make it a full effect for Halloween night. Because we were there Halloween. They were open till eight. It got dark around six. I'm just talking two hours of just spooky dookie going around. Yeah. Actually, weren't they open till not ten? Mm-hmm. They were open till ten. Yeah. And you couldn't have had spooky stuff going around. And we'll just deal with Universal at the moment. What are y'all's feelings towards their de- decorating? Because I also have a comment that I want to get into because I respect her immensely, but I did get a comment on this post. But this right now how do you feel either i mean i i'll play a little devil's advocate on this and just go with the fact of i I believe that they were operating under the impression of hhn 30 was going to happen and then had to pull the plug so last minute Mm -hmm. then that's what got their brain sparking for all right well just get something hhn light out get something halloween out open these two houses go 
But mm-hmm. then they started thinking ahead of, okay, what's the future going to be like? Because our Christmas stuff isn't going to be the same. Mardi Gras isn't going to be the same this year. And that's what gave them the idea. So they were able to plan a little bit better than they would have because they just were, I mean, hell, the whole world, we were, honestly, we were all expecting it would just be a normal world after the the two-week lockdown that right. this all originally began with. And, and we're told, you know, back on March 13th, two weeks, everything will get back to a sense of normal. So I feel like... Just planning to play a little devil's advocate. Yes, on it, please do. It please that do. It wasn't, that it wasn't them being like, you know what? Screw the big money maker. We're now turning to Christmas. Right. But it was just them doing that. Okay, shit's different. Uh, get the HHN thing out there. All right, we got Halloween covered. Mm-hmm. But let's try some other gimmicks now. Let, let's get creative and try and do something Christmas and try and get ready for Mardi Gras because we are not going to be able to do what we normally do moving forward for a while. Mm-hmm. How about you, Brooke? Um, so I honestly, I, I very much felt like what Wonderful was saying of that. I think they just didn't have enough time to adjust mm-hmm. um, after having to cancel HHN. And I think that a lot of it was also very unsure about whether or not they could sustain mm-hmm. opening. Um, and putting money into things. Now, I do think that, you know, they they had the two houses, they had the tribute store, they had the skeleton bar, they mm-hmm. had the um, scarecrow hunt. Um, scarecrow stalk. Thank you. I couldn't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. <laughs> no problem. I'm, I'm not going to really include Beetlejuice as an opening because that was like a really push the hand at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that they probably already had the HHN signs up for 30, like not up, produced. but like produced and ready to go. Right. So I imagine that they um, couldn't put it up because it would tell too much or whatnot you know right. but i i feel like that there's gotta and they couldn't put up a sign that said halloween horror nights because it wasn't halloween, halloween horror nights, nights. Agreed. and they Agreed. made sure not to call it halloween horror nights so yes. that way next year can still be 30 and 30 right um but you know they ended up calling it what the end of july that's what i was trying to look up it's um, july 27th yeah so it it was definitely late in the game I hear, and I wish that maybe they had decorated a little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. I know you have the things. I Like, I know you got a, a, a ridiculous amount of pumpkins. You're telling me you right. couldn't have put those out at least? Right. Um, as much as I would have loved something up for the arches, they may not have had enough time um, to mm-hmm. really do that. So uh, I'll give a little bit of a slide there. Okay. But I do wish that things were decorated a little bit more throughout the park. Um, right. Or if anything, you know, the one area that the pumpkins usually sit in that was, um, what was the? New York. No. Where the pumpkins are? No, where the archways are over by uh, where uh, the crepe place is now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's New York Central. It's Central it? Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that part would have been nice to have had decorated. Right. Um, but... You know, like you said, it's it is a little bit frustrating because I do feel like they have 
gone above and beyond and done a lot of their normal things for decorating for Christmas. Right. But at the same time, like, their decorating before for HHN was just the scare zones. Like, it wasn't beyond scare zones. Right. So, I see, I kind of see both sides. I'm frustrated because of how much they're doing for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, in the the holidays, and I just wish I had gotten a little bit more, but that could also be me being, you know, greedy, in a sense, with it. Well, okay, so here's my thing. Again, I'm also hosting a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. Oh, for sure. So, obviously, I lean towards something. Like, I'm all about holidays. I'm getting ready. I'm wore my Clark Griswold. I'm not here to say I hate holidays. No, no, no. no, That's not what this is about. But where I'm also, now I'm, you know, going back to Wonderful really quick. These teams think on their feet amazingly. So much so, the weekend before, or like the weekend of Halloween, they were told, put up a Beetlejuice house. And not only did they open that Beetlejuice house, on the side of that building, they put up Beetlejuice uh, a, a sign, a, you know, a facade, if you yeah. will, on the building. And they did that in days. Beautiful. And they did it in days. So when they opened up their Halloween event in September, you're telling me the two weeks that you had, you couldn't gone full blown and given me an archway with just a pumpkin that says Halloween at Universal Studios, Florida, yeah. with a pumpkin in the middle, and then Were on they the two, it, it was it was just a Halloween season thing, okay. and just like, and this is why it boggles my god. Because all it says on the thing is Universal Orlando Holidays featuring Macy's Balloons. Oh, absolutely. So how the hell didn't I have a sign that on the archway that said Universal Orlando Halloween featuring houses? Yeah. And then you know? on the two sides, you could have had the poster of um, the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. And you could have had the Tooth Fairy one. Just the two. Have they have to have them because they've they readied up for HHN. Okay. And again, I had a very wonderful time at Universal Studios. I think they fucking knocked it out of the park with what they could have done. My problem is from seeing what they've done so far with holidays, which has only been open for six days, not even. For sure. Like that's ridiculous. I know. Like they just okay. snow into their um in the building. In the building. Get the- let, let me let me let me play devil's advocate again. Please. Maybe you didn't get that because they were saving construction paper. What? <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe I'm I'm I don't know. I'm trying to get you I'm trying to I'm trying to play devil's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Maybe they didn't have enough crafts to make it happen because they were already working on the Christmas one and the Mardi Gras. Like, see what I'm saying? They're I, just saving crafts. Like I they, see they what you're saying, <laughs> and it's utter BS. I know. Um, I'm, I'm stretching. Yes, now. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but from from there, let's go to Bush Gardens because I mean, we could go back and forth on Universal. I just wanted to get my feelings out of. I feel like you. They did a great job being Halloween 
as much as possible, but seeing that they're going even harder into holiday. Oh, before we go, actually, I brought this up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I even brought it up, but we had the wonderful Julie Zimmerman on the show and she commented on my picture that I posted and said, Christmas at Universal is some decor, the Macy's Day Parade and maybe snow. Whereas HHN is a highly interactive, packed with guests, and very expensive to produce. And I absolutely believe that about HHN. But what you just proved to me right there is that Halloween gets more coming in from people Mm -hmm. than the holidays. So why does holidays get treated like it's even bigger than the Halloween event that was produced? Here's what I'll also say. I think that the reason that holidays is getting what they're getting is because of what Halloween did. Because like mm-hmm. when we wanted to go mm-hmm. like Halloween weekend, right. the, the there were no roofs. Right. All of the hotels were packed. Right. And them having to open hotels now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mm-hmm. think that because they're getting those numbers, right. they're pushing out more to continuously try to bring in right. people. Right. Well, okay. <laughs> I love this. This is all feeding together because this is exactly why I get upset about Freaky. Freaky was told, hey, we're getting a VOD of it three weeks after it's told, Mm -hmm. right? HHN has not announced besides a house no one's went through, but was never told that this was the only time they can go through Brides or Tooth Fairy. Mm -hmm. Same with Beetlejuice, technically. They haven't announced that it's coming back next year. But do you think we would have, like, honest to God, drove all the way there for Beetlejuice if they didn't announce, hey, guess what? This is coming the next year, but for Floridians, you get a sneak preview. And take out us being season pass holders. Take out all that. Just normal us. Wonderful. Take normal wonderful who didn't go. Yes. Normal. You wouldn't you wouldn't have gone. We wouldn't have gone. I can no, constantly I, sit here and I say I know that. for a fact if we didn't have season pass, we wouldn't have gone. Right. The only reason we went was because we had a season pass. Exactly. Might as well. But because it wasn't an extra ticket. Right. So where I leave on the subject, I think it was underwhelming of them because they looked at it being underwhelming like they were like oh no one's going to come and like you just said hotels were booked right. we couldn't go anywhere and because of that they are giving more to christmas because people are are you know are coming people right. are staying in the, even floridians are staying in the hotels i'm just so i so i i think that that is why they're, I think, pushing a little bit more for some of the Christmas things. Yes, absolutely, because they saw what happened. But I guess where I lay on it is that I'm disappointed in Universal underthinking the Halloween crowd. I want to throw one last thing out there as well, kind of jumping back to Julie's comment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think another reason, I think she kind of points it out in the comment, that the production level-wise might seem a little different, like really looks different to you because I guarantee you that more of the Christmas setup is for the Instagram and social media posts to remind people that they are open to come out, to swing on in there. We have some holiday thing while the Halloween is more of the interactive. Not to say it's not social media because hell man, that's why the scare zones have become really interactive over the years. But the idea that 
the interaction is more so in with the characters where the Christmas stuff, you're not getting characters, but you're going to take pictures of the Macy's balloons, you know, like oh, no, for sure. Like, I think that's why it production level wise, there's also a big gap. And I, so that's kind of how I'm also looking at her comment is completely understand and valid AF. But what I'm talking about is making you feel like you're in something they have made universal feel like it's a Christmas town, if you will. Um, where at Halloween, we were just walking around universal and we could go into houses. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't like how Halloween was treated as just like, oh, specific areas have it where we're trying to make a wonderland out of this place. Now, moving on from Universal, speaking of Christmas Town, uh, Bush Gardens is doing the same thing where they're having a Christmas event. Sorry, before you move on, I also want to comment that the garage sale for Universal just happened. Mm-hmm. And everybody was commenting how small the HHN area was, which mm-hmm. really, really, really does go to show you. I mean, people were Clamor. coming. And yeah. I think originally when they thought of their HHN light, that it was going to be a very Florida based, that it mm-hmm. wasn't going to bring in people because they didn't necessarily want to bring in people yeah. because of everything going on. Right. But then they realized like they, they were coming regardless. With, uh, yeah. Keep going. And so I think that it was like, okay, well, Let's let's go. Right. You say that, but I'll be goddamn honest with you. When we sat here and got the commercial for Universal Studios Halloween, yeah. they advertised it out. They sourced it out. So they could sit here and say, oh, we didn't want to, all they want. I think initially, that's yeah. what I'm saying. No, I get that. And I think initially in September, I d- you don't do all those things. But once you became a park that was open till 10 p.m., why not throw on some spooky goddamn music and some orange and greens? Yeah. That's all have, I'm saying. They should have done something for like those last two weeks. Like yep, two to three more. weeks. It could have been yeah. more Halloween-y. Yeah. Um, Cause they were already making adjustments right. um, r- regardless of adding more scare actors in the, in the houses, which I definitely right. saw a difference between the first week and the last week. Right. Um, and even the lines themselves were, were very different. Um, so, you know, I, I totally, I totally hear where you're coming from. I really do. I just, I just feel like I could have gotten a good sized Halloweeny. Yeah, you Let's are that Halloween. <laughs> Let's move on. Title of the episode. Uh-huh. Let's move on. Hi, did somebody say something about Halloweeny? <laughs> oh, no, he's here. Producer Mickey, get out of here. They already, they're already calling you bad names, brother. I don't care what they call me. I'm Mickey Mouse. I'll fire every fucking one of you. Oh, my God. You can't fire me, Mickey. I'm not on payroll. Oh, I'll put you on the payroll just so I can fire you. <laughs> Fuck you. That's enough. That's enough. You'll never so, be allowed in my parks again. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to talk over you so you can't hear it. Okay. So, Christmas Town, they're not re- even calling it Christmas Town up in Bush Gardens. It's just, again, it's like a holiday. I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Um, Holiday but, went to Wonderland when Jesus came. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, emphasizing the Jesus. Yes. Um, so, birthday party for Jesus at Bush Gardens. <laughs> now, the opposite, I would say, not even, not even by much, 
But I would say Christmas Town in Bush Gardens does get a very heavy amount of traffic coming in there. Um, oh, but was it is it called christmas town this is the one in tampa oh they are doing a christmas town but what's hey. what's bush gardens oh williamsburg calling it so they're doing it but i've seen pictures of this we're actually heading there next saturday so i can get my own grasp of it so maybe i'll have a little more feelings on it next week but they they have decked it out i mean they decked the halls bub um, England is lights up city, baby. And I don't know exactly all the areas that are, I know they opened up, uh, Oktoberfest for the first time, like the DOS house is open and stuff oh, wow. like that. Um, so there are many new things. What are they calling it? Christmas, Christmas celebration. celebration. Hey. Um, so I would say with this, I'm as hard as in the paint I went with uh, the the Universal, I am livid oh, about well, this. Is, this, this. Is rightfully so. And the only reason why is because I felt like now looking at what they've done and seeing, I mean, we went what three times to Halloween Harvest. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna be honest, bub. Uh, I feel kind of ripped off from the Halloween one. Why is that? That I totally understand. So for Christmas celebration, like everything is pretty much decked out. Now, granted, the the which is I thought was very weird, like the the spot in Pompeii where they have all the lights that is not open. So you cannot have that Instagram spot. Mm -hmm. Um, But. When it comes to everything else, it is, it looks very decorated. Now, granted, right. I guess I also heard like the trains not. But they have a train. That's yeah. the thing. So they the train is open, and it's just like Christmas songs, Christmas lights, and the train. But you're going for a train ride. Why the fuck wasn't there a spooky train ride? At Halloween. I mean, that was one of the first things I said. Right. Was open up the train, give it spooky time. It doesn't Even need if to it's be just like the music, the music, the darkness. Yes. You don't need lights, right? And stuff like that. Me, correct me if I'm wrong. Has it? Haven't they not? Like they haven't used that train though. I feel like in like a decade for Halloween. No, they haven't. So that would kind of made it a little more yeah. inventive for a time that's less inventive. True. The only thing I can think of is that because people look forward to the train ride, like the train ride for Christmas Town is like one of the big things. Mm-hmm. So that would have been my only but, reasoning. I'm not saying it's a right reason, right? Um, but I feel like that would have maybe been uh their one of their only reasons to not have it. Right. Well, and I completely get that. But if you're already just doing what they're doing, like the lights aren't up or whatever, like that. Yeah. Maybe they are down the line. Maybe they will be this weekend. If there's one thing that I've learned about Bush Gardens they is that they add as you go. Week. Like, by the week after we took Wonderful, which was, what, the end of September? Yeah. So the beginning of October, Jack was there. Jack was in Ireland taking pictures with people. Well, it was, no, he was here for the beginning of October because that was... But that's what time. I just said. No, no, no. Wonderful was here the beginning of October. Yes. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh Hunter's Con. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was September for some reason. No. Um, so 
I just feel like Bush Gardens is going to constantly open stuff. But that's also to say, like, I've been to a Halloween event. When I went to Hollow Scream, their full active Hollow Scream last year, Christmas stuff was up. So much so, they took down some Halloween things. Like, the Halloween show wasn't running because they were setting up for Christmas. I was about to say, I feel like you had a a good gripe with them last year, too. Right. About their, it, it definitely feels like Christmas Town is more of their... Right. So they're saying Christmas lights and holiday decoration, all the merry and bright at Bush Gardens with dazzling lights, trees, theming, dressing, eight unique villages. Iconic decor serves as the perfect background for your family's traditional Christmas photos. So eight villages out of this place are going to be set up when at Hollow, the Halloween harvest, I had what? One guy walking around the beginning of Oktoberfest yeah. with an axe? Well, and I think I think right now the only thing that's closed for Christmas Town is Italy. Yes, and I'll give them props because at least unlike Universal, the nighttime stuff they did have the dark lights and yeah, the the mood songs. music. All yeah. uh, like they did that correctly, where I was like, okay, cool. But again, once again, I just feel like they're they're. I'll put it this way. As much as it costs to have lights run on in this place, you can buy a person to come in and be a scare actor. Yep. Yeah. And again, I wasn't asking for houses. I just think... Well, I feel like the they am- had like eight people. I think a total of eight people were signed on to be uh, scare actors. Yeah. And that, to me, is ridiculous. Where, you know, like I just said, the electric bill for all this lights is going to be a lot more expensive. Wonderful, you devil's advocate. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm not because I, I, I vaguely remember. I forgot who it was we had on from Bush Gardens, but I vaguely remember when we were talking about Hollow Scream, how focused they are on Christmas as well, because that really is a big money maker for them. Not to say that their Halloween event isn't right. uh, a big money maker, but but it's weird for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe if it's just because it's kind of been that way for the last few years, but. I honestly think Christmas time, Christmas town, Bush Gardens. I really yes. do. Like for our area, I'm like, if you want to do something Christmassy, that is the thing to do. Where when it comes to Halloween, I suggest them, but I also can throw out a hundred, like, you know, like we could say like go to Red Bane or, or you know, or maybe yeah. go to Florida, or, you know, for Halloween Horror Nights, like maybe up it a little bit because you've done that in the past where no matter what, it's like. Oh, it's Christmas time. Go that you want to do that for the holidays here. Right. I feel so, I, I concur. I feel like it's Christmas town and like botanical gardens. Whereas yes. with Halloween, you're saying like Frightmare, Red Vane, yeah. and they've got um Nightmare Mansion. Nightmare Mansion. Like there's so many different options and a lot of um haunted, you know, houses and, and woods that we didn't even talk about this year that are that are popping up locally consistently mm-hmm. so and i totally get that how do you feel about king's dominion opening up yeah so that was announced yeah. too i more so look at that because the governor of virginia yeah. only allowed a thousand people originally mm-hmm. and king's dominion came out and said oh we cannot operate at that yeah but when he what is amendment. it now what's the amendment 25 percent uh yeah it's 50%, uh-huh. but of only the areas that you have open. Okay. So, so like, usually they can include their entire park. Right. But you cannot, like, even areas that 
people don't really travel on. Right. They've always included that for their capacity. Gotcha. But now it's like you have to so submit, what, like permit-wise, like, okay, these are the areas that are going to be open. Right. This is the square footage, and now it's... it's Right. So I feel like now that they have that, I'm I'm happy for them. Yeah. I want them to because like Bush Gardens opened up and figured out a way to be open and run these mini festivals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just I don't know, man. Like I I find out this weekend when we go. Like I'm not planning on vlogging or anything like that. I'm just going to talk about it on the show. Do I feel like they went? more so into Christmas. And I guess where it all is stomaching right now is that I feel like when we went to Halloween for both places, things were a little less crazy as wonderful said. And now we're sitting in where supposedly everything is higher and right. more intense and they get more intense. Yeah. And I guess that's where like that kind of, I don't know that it's, it's not computing with me. Yeah. We're having a hard time with it to play devil's advocate again for that. Everybody reacted to kind of the times then, and everybody started planning for Christmas on the times that we were in, which was, oh, we're, you know, 50%, 50%, and now we're getting hit with the second wind, the second spike, what everybody, what Fauci was warning about for a while, you know, when, when the holidays roll around, now we're seeing the increase, and everybody's like, well, shit, we just, we just planned on, you know... We, we we had to adjust for new COVID life, so we planned in COVID life, but now we have new COVID life. We just got thrown a curveball. Like, now it's a sinker, not a curveball. Well, right. <laughs> I'm not even going to say there's local school divisions that have been open that are now closing again. Yeah, it's just such a weird – It's I, I, but I'm just kind of playing that devil's advocate. Like, that's it. Like, no, that's I don't cool. think they were over like, – that, that people were trying to F over Halloween. It just has a bad – it it has a bad view because a lot of things in 2020 have had a bad view. Well, our- my only issue with that play that you're saying is that they canceled the fucking Halloween event because of numbers. It's not hard for them to be like, never mind, Christmas ain't happening either. Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jesus is still coming. You can't cancel. You're absolutely right. And you better be in your home with your three people doing it. And Mickey and Minnie and Goofy, they're all together just oh. doing this thing. Oh, but, we break COVID violations here, baby. <laughs> oh, when the craze comes, he's going to see some things he wished he never saw. <laughs> Jeez, Mickey. Run the train on Minnie. All right, all right. This is what I will say, just to kind of sum it all up. Uh, I feel like of of what everybody is saying. <laughs> I feel like there's frustration, rightfully so. But at yeah. the time, there wasn't. There wasn't frustration with right. what you were seeing with Halloween. Right. And and I think that it's looking at it now with with what they're doing. Right. And I find it. The only thing that I can say is going back to when they were planning for Halloween. Yes, they're they're able to kind of think on their feet and kind of do things. And I feel like they could have maybe put out a little bit more. But we were going from nothing being open to it starting to open to, okay, we're open. And then people are coming and it's like, okay, let's keep going. 
And then now I feel like, I mean, Florida's not. Florida's like, hey, we're open. Florida's been open since March, baby. (laughs) Come on in. The sunshine and water is beautiful down here. It's the 4th of July every day. Crazy. Now, granted, I was only in my universal bubble. Which was smart. That's why I will tell anybody. Go in that bubble. Yeah. Because it Like, worked. we didn't even jump to, like, a Disney bubble. We nope. stayed in Universal. But traveling down, yeah. I have never felt more unsafe yes. going into places. Oh, Georgia? You're a fucking dumpster fire. Let <laughs> me tell you. If you live in there, get out now. Um, <laughs> Don't I we have listeners there? I, you know what? If we do, good luck to you. It was just bizarre about how many people were not caring. Um, it was it was like we would walk into a, a convenience store gas station, nobody wore a mask. I'm talking the cashier, the the patrons coming in, and the freaking police officer that came in to use the bathroom. Yeah. It was, Good luck it was to a, you. Yeah. Rather, uh, it was interesting. Yeah, but that was a digression. Like, yes. No yes. Yes, 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 yes. You know, I, I think that they were definitely trying to play off of what they knew and more information about people coming, right. uh, I think is what kind of amped them up and also like, Oh, this kind of worked for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Let's do it with Christmas. And I, you know, after talking about it with you guys, I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I get it. Each like you can make, you can make each thing bigger and better as you go because you're learning from the process and I gather that now yeah. and to anybody listening to this uh, on this episode if it's on Twitter tell us how you feel if it's yeah. on the Patreon if you're listening on Patreon tell us because I want to know how everybody feels about this yeah as a whole um, it's a conversation yeah it's a conversation piece well, and, just just know this no matter what in three weeks it'll all be on video on demand Zach <laughs> HHN, <laughs> baby, I you mean, don't have to go. That's what, I, that, that's what happened. I mean, Brides and Tooth Fairy got videos <laughs> yeah. that you can watch because yep. you can't go to it now. Yep. I, I don't know, man. Wild times. I hope everybody's Christmas events uh, succeed. I even, hey, we're a haunt podcast. There's a couple of haunts opening up for Christmas around here. We got Frightmare Before Christmas opening yeah. up. Red Vane's planning a Christmas thing. Again, it all conducts on how everybody's being. So please yeah. continue to wear a mask, be safe, use hand yes. and all that. But um, let's just make sure we get through this so we have a big old Halloweeny next year. 30. Ooh, a big old Halloweeny. Yeah, the one that Mickey likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like 30 people in the bedroom. <laughs> and only, that's not including me. <laughs> 25, Mickey, only 25. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Governor said we, we got to go down to 25. <laughs> I told like, you, I don't follow any COVID rules. Fuck that dickless dweeb. I'm playing in. This is ridiculous. You did? You played in. Aw, oh, that's so cute. Where we're calling the line. I played in. <laughs> we're done. Mickey's going to remember that. <laughs> I know you're a Disney girl. Wink. <laughs> Mickey's not so scary Halloweeny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are cut off. I'm cut off from what? I'm going to throw out there, since we're asking for conversation. Okay. Uh, if anybody that's listening wants to throw out um, any haunted 
things that are happening in during Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go for it. January. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, because Zach Zach and Brooke travel. Yeah, yeah, we go to haunts. Yeah, they they travel. (laughs) Somebody's got to travel for the show. They travel. That's right, baby. Well, next weekend, while you're doing traveling, I'll be putting up a Christmas tree, getting drunk with some eggnog, and watching Christmas Vacation in an ugly sweater with my girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, cool. <laughs> I'm domesticated now. I can travel. Oh, you uh, can't travel? Well, no, I can travel. You know I can travel. So, what are we? Are we not domesticated? Yeah, oh, you're much more domesticated than me. You're just beyond the point of needing the domestication. You're like, yeah, we'll do that. Ooh, I'm a riding lawnmower, you son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm just at the point of drinking eggnog and putting up a Christmas tree on a Saturday. You're at the point of actually watch, watch my low rider. Yeah, on we're putting Sunday. our we're putting up our Christmas tree next week. Everything else is up and decorated. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I saw I saw your Christmas vacation light. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Oh. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So originally when we saw it, it was 50 bucks, but at Target it was 37 You going to buy that too and steal it? Uh, no, I'm good. I, I think I've stolen enough of your guys' stuff. for. And you know what? Karma struck me because the lights on the back of the TV don't work anymore. And yeah, I haven't changed yeah. the batteries. Uh, well, let me, let me, I mean, even though, if, hey, if you're going to do it, do it right. Let me, sh- I'll send you what I bought for the back of ours. Yeah, ours, what we have now is even better. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so we'll send you. All right. In this fucking. All show. right. Thank you all so much. You stay scary. <laughs> Mickey's not so scary. Long wiener going into my wife later. <laughs> my, that's it. <laughs> Have you ever seen a mouse's penis? <laughs> you are done. I that's it. That's where the show ends. Fills your stocking. Oh, my. You're done. <laughs> You can't cancel Mickey! Thank you for listening to Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment on all streaming platforms. You can follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Haunters POD, as well as searching Haunters Podcast on Facebook and YouTube. Until next time, stay scary.